Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 689 for comics originally coming out November the 30th, and by golly, December the 1st, as we are into the very end of 2021, and we're going to be starting our last month. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, we got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about in the world of comics. You know I'm excited for Hawkeye and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, first, we should probably uh, talk about the fact that you stood me up on Thanksgiving. Uh, I did. I, I For the second only, year in a row. Not in a only row. did I stand you up on Thanksgiving, uh, similar to a, uh, a Russian mob, I threw a Molotov cocktail into all of your wonderfully planned Thanksgiving yes, plans. Yes, yes um, my, my poor brother has mm-hmm. COVID. He has I COVID. have. I have the Rona, yep. so... I infected myself and my family, um, and I possibly and <laughs> our parents decided to abstain because I was in their vicinity at a point. So I uh, yep. took everything my brother had planned and created yes, and, yes. and yeah. took I a big stopped. old crap on it. It's not really about me, but let's make it about me for a second. Um, <laughs> I had 14 <laughs> scheduled for Thanksgiving, and then uh, Kyle and his family crapped out and took took it, some some collateral damage took my mother and stepdad with him and then uh my daughter and her boyfriend uh they didn't make it because of a death in his family and then a couple of my friends pooped out so it was me and my in-laws four <laughs> it was down to four people and i had already started cooking and i already had all the food bought and i had so i had like food for 14 people and then a very very sad for foursome sitting around a large table with a lot of space between them and it was depressing but that's really not that's not the, the, the so drew the ate 11 pounds of turkey <laughs> i am going to be i got a lot of leftovers to, to munch through but the problem here is the, the main focus here is my poor brother has COVID and is That's dying, right. but he's still here podcasting. That's right. I uh, I am currently underneath my quarantining, uh, but the show must go on. Yes, yes. Thank goodness for uh, Skype. Yeah, um, no kidding. We're glad we don't have to do these things in a studio together. Hopefully you and your kids get better and your wife doesn't get it and our mother doesn't get it and nobody else gets it. And, That's right. Uh, that here's to the hope. Yes, yes. So, but thank thank you for still coming on and and doing the show. I'm sure everybody appreciates it. Hey, but you know what? It, the silver lining. Uh, you, you were able to get some downtime, yeah. and you were able to watch Hawkeye. Oh yeah, I was able to body through those first two episodes. Uh, wish there was more. I do. I, I'm I'm conflicted because I really like this weekly appointment television keeps us. Uh, Keep us with our finger on the pulse for a little while longer, but boy, I would have loved to have knocked through that whole season yesterday. <laughs> oh, like it's a binging, a binge thing. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And I like the fact that we, like, they really leaned heavily into some fraction aha nods. Oh, yeah. So that that run, you know, we got some Russian Bros, we got some Pizza Dog. Mm-hmm. So we definitely touched base on that. We had the building. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've got some other callbacks to that that volume which is of course my favorite 
Oh yeah. Um, and we'll I guess probably a little bit for the Kelly Thompson run. I don't know mm-hmm. enough about Kate, and I haven't read enough of her stuff to know that if some of those things are straight out of there. It looks like they flipped like some of the characters. I don't want to spoil it for those folks who haven't watched those first two yet. Um, but it looks like they they flipped some of the characters that genders and stuff and roles. But it it was it really worked for me. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it. I really like Jeremy Renner and oh, yeah. his the way he was playing it. Um, in the comics, he was he's like completely single, right, or just one failed relationship after another, right? Yeah, exactly. And in MCU, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye is happily married with multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that's a little different. But besides yeah, so, that, I mean, it's good, pretty good. So the liberties that they do with it make sense, where you're like, ah. They're giving all the cool stuff to Kate, but, you know, there's things you can't do when, when uh, you know, Clint has his own family and life and everything back home. So you got to kind of keep it in that framework as to not upset the whole apple cart in those regards. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff still happened to work very, very well. Uh, I liked that they're leaning high, heavily into the Fraction Hawkeye stuff. I liked that they're leaning into the deaf stuff. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. yeah, and that, is that the first time we'd even touched on that in any of the I th- movies? I, I mean, other than the fact that in Endgame, like when he was there for the explosion, and you kind of heard him like tinnitus and ring out, and yeah, you, you could see he was suffering and blood coming from his ears. Like I was like, aha, yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah. And then I, I don't know. We need to talk about Rogers the musical. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was you know, crazy. That was, uh, you know, you Hamilton people get, get, <laughs> get more of what you want. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, and I thought um, Haley Steinfeld, um, really great. Really mm-hmm. did a great job, and I like her. She's she's going to be a, she's going to be a good Kate and good Hawkeye, and I, I just love I love the even like the like the intro. Um, that was like felt like it was ripped out of the pages of an aha comic right yeah i mean it was it was such in the way that like i didn't skip the intro and i didn't skip the credits because i just wanted to see those sequences yeah and even like in the in like they've changed them up like it's not the same exit sequence if you looked a little bit at the exit sequence for two they were doing some of the stuff with the quarter that clint's brother taught him so oh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering okay. about foreshadowing with that stuff as well. So I'm just, I don't know. Okay, I'm, so I missed uh, that. I'm digging, digging a lot. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You should pay attention. I'm sure some um, YouTubers are doing deep dives on that. I might have to mm-hmm. check those out. They can point, yeah. out, point everything out that I missed when I'm oblivious. Um, <laughs> scrolling on my phone while I'm trying to watch TV. I need to stop doing that. Um, yeah, well, but I've got my own, I, uh, you know, I've got my own things of, dad and mom and there's some uh there's some, some you've got some theories turns. you've got yeah. some theories oh yeah oh yeah. yeah and as we'll see later on that it's already it's already had a little effect on the uh the spec market again which mm-hmm. has made me very very happy oh yeah and it's it's picked some of the right things that i i think should have so that's gonna be cool that will be coming up in a little bit i gotta dig those out because i've got like five copies of that pizza <laughs> oh we have we have multiple copies of that run yeah. And thought we um, screwed up. And it, nobody is talking about that secret fraction book. No, uh, uh, that's got to be the the that's got to be the sleeper. 
Yeah, the the fraction zero, right? Yeah. Young Avengers presents six, which is fractions first writing a Kate Bishop. Yep. Yeah. Nobody has that book. Yep. I mean, we we've been on that for a long time, and uh, I mean it 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 was at like what forty fifty bucks for a while. Yeah. But I don't think it ever blew up. Yeah. And I'm I don't even know how many I have left. I might not even have any left. I got two. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, we also want to welcome our newest patron, David Donovan. Uh, thank you, David, for becoming a patron of um, our show. That's, we appreciate that very much. And you guys might recognize David from the Huracan uh, guy. He's the Huracan guy. So uh, very cool. You were able to help him out a little bit. And, and he's returned the favor. He's going to be a patron for our our channel we we think that's awesome um, that's so, awesome uh, the nice we didn't do it for that reason but it was it was a nice happy accident we appreciate the patronage um, we also in, in other um, patron news we wanted to, to congratulate patron bradley roeder uh you sir have won the november contest and uh we will be getting an email or a contact or maybe on the slack from from adam pastory pretty soon our our other fantastic patron who has donated a CGC 9-8 comic, and you'll be able to select from his list of which one you want, and he will mail that to you. Um, so congratulations, Bradley, for I cannot winning. wait to see what he decides. There's so many good There's books There's so there. many good ones. Um, I think he, I mean, probably he's probably going to pick that Joker. I uh, think. Joker. I like that. What is that? Or Catwoman? That, oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. The haha, The haha number one is pretty good. Yep, yep. Uh, I mean, they're all really really good choice it's really no bad choices yeah um, true and um uh so the november winner is chosen so too late for you if you haven't become a patron to win in november but that doesn't mean you can't win uh for christmas so we've got the december uh, contest will be going for the whole month right up through uh christmas and then we will pick our december winner um for another cgc 98 which uh uh, we don't. The, the list is out there. Uh, you can take a look at them. Uh, there'll be one, at least one less uh, <laughs> after after um, Bradley picks his. So, uh, but there's lots of good stuff. There, the Geigers. I forgot about the Geigers. Yeah, mm. there's a couple of Geigers to choose from. There's that Batgirl 50, which was cool. A couple uh, of Joker's. Yeah. Um, so there's tons of cool stuff uh, that that you you can still win. Um, so it's exciting, and you also. Uh, all our patrons are part of our Slack channel. They get early access to episodes. They get access to exclusive episodes that never that never make the the um, the internet <laughs> anywhere else. They never see the light of day. Never see the light of day. Otherwise, outside of of um, Patreon. So good stuff all around. Lots of swag. Lots of free stuff. Lots of contests. Uh, we can't call them contests on Patreon. We have to call them gifts. I think uh, no giveaways, no raffles. You can't say that on. Um, on Patreon, which is dumb, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so we had to do a little work around on that. Um, but anyway, so be a part of uh, our Patreon if you if you want to. Um, you still have a chance to, to win that contest and future contests. Uh, be a part of that. Uh, we appreciate everyone who does that, and we thank you for your patronage. Now, Kyle, guess what? We're off. We're, we're done with our last previews, and we are on to... DC Connect, the new DC Connect is out, and it is for 
to December Connect for for February 2022 for February Comics. Crazy, and this is a whopping 20-page uh, DC Connect. And the reason it's so small is because they're doing like these double-page spreads digitally. So I guess yeah. it's it's probably 40 pages then, right? Yep. Okay. Still not nowhere near the size of the Marvel. But let's see if there's anything good in it. And, of course, the first thing we jump into is Batman 120, written by Joshua Williamson. Getting right into that. Some of our variants covers. One of the worst covers I've probably ever seen in my life by Dan Hip. Uh, I do not understand that in any way, shape, or form. Um, but, okay. Perhaps that's the new theme we're going with. Are we talking about the, the main cover you hate? No, the uh, weird little slurpy in a pair of weird glasses, weird sunglasses. <laughs> that is awful. I didn't even see that. The one in, that's a one in twenty-five too. That is a ratioed one in twenty-five for the biggest d-bag Batman you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> he, he is he, wearing a cardigan sweater. He <laughs> has douchetastic glasses on and a big gulp. Does he have and pins? Batman pins on his jacket. Something is, of that. Is that regard. what those are? And oh my goodness! I mean, it just like serious cover A, serious one in fifty, serious other variant, complete whack job one in twenty five. <laughs> so yeah, What's there going may on? be some tchotchke effect. May you want that? <laughs> but to me, it's just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah. So they've done. They've got a new, like, what's inside page. We did. We did have this before, right? But it seems to change, like, from issue to issue. Like, this is. Are, this, are those the same uh, code keys? Yep. Everything's the same. Exactly. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I, mean, I just can't process it. It's just so weird. I just can't process it. It's just not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Detective continues the Shadow of the Bat series, uh, the weekly that's happening. So we get four more of those. This uh, has uh, this. They now have a single backup in it. We had a, an overlaying backup for a little bit, but we go oh. back to the the one Matthew Rosenberg backup now. Okay. These are these are five dollar detectives weekly for, with Shadow of the Bat. That is written by Mariko Tamaki, and then you get the Rosenberg Matthew. backup. Yes, correct. Gotcha. Yep. I hope that does well. I don't know that it will. So we get some Nightwing stuff starting in 1053, it looks like. Nightwing versus Psycho Pirate. So I'll have to jump in to see what that's about, even though Nightwing is not to be found on any covers. But apparently the entire theme of all of these books is Nightwing, but he's nowhere to be found. Really? Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, we have a new, the new champion of Shazam, number one, uh, by Josie Campbell all doing the writing and Doc Shaner on art. Could be good. So she's one of the Shazam sisters. Shazam family, yeah. It's Mary. Yeah. Mary Shazam, I think. Uh, Mary, Mary Bromfield. Mary Bromfield. I don't think it's Mary Shazam. 
now we've uh, introduced we've introduced some new aqua people we're gonna, now we have an aqua men uh written by chuck brown and brandon thomas with uh sam braz basri on art um, we're going to mix some of the the new aqua people into aqua men mm -hmm. uh, monkey prince number one the gene young lang book uh, with bernard bernard chang on art um Art looks great. Um, I don't understand the concept of monkey prints. It's some. Is it is it rooted in anything real, or is this a new is a new character of some some uh -huh. type some type? I guess. And they're trying something new. They are lim they are introducing it as a limited series, without an ending run. So it's not one of ten. It's just it's a limited series. Correct. But it could go as long as they want it to. That's dumb. Uh, yeah. That's every series, man. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to a Black Label version of Suicide Squad with Simon Spurrier and Aaron Campbell and Jordy Belair. Oversized. Um, we've got some censored pages. Mm-hmm. Because we can't put it in in uh it's 17 plus since it's black label we can't put it in the dc connect aaron um, campbell has got some good looking art <laughs> some good looking art man pencils are great haven't been colored yet um fantastic looking stuff so yeah i'll, I'll definitely be checking that out is it probably a three pager or three three issue series yeah one I of hope, three i hope they seem to those seem to be <coughs> those seem to be high quality when they do them yeah. that way. Get in and get out. Don't linger too long. Yep, forty eight pages, three issues, one hundred and fifty to sell the whole thing, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Weird love tales number one, written by a slew of people, art by a several several people as well. It's the uh, the ten dollar quarterly. A release and it's called Which Weird. these none of these have hit lately. We had a couple hit about a, two years ago, and lately they've all been duds. You think they're overdue for a hit? Mm, yes. This could be it. This could be it. Uh, lots of trades and graphic novels and OGNs of various sizes and prices and. Um, they just pull some. Wait a minute, what's this death thing? Oh, they're pulling... Oh, they're just pulling them from the Sandman. They're pulling all the death stuff from mm -hmm. and make, giving them their own. But they're calling it a black label. I don't... I, I want I want some definitive rules on what black label is. It should be new stuff. should be like Vertigo. Just well, anything that was previously Vertigo is now black label. So that's an yes. automatic. Yes, but also other things. <laughs> And, 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 and things that were not started as Black Label but became Black Label retroactively. Like Sandman. Well, I guess I guess you're saying since it was... You're saying since it was Vertigo at one point, it's Correct. whatever it's reprinted, it's going to be a Black Label book? Correct. Is that, is that what you think or is that what you know? That's what from? we've seen. Same thing with Why Last Man. So... Okay, why well, was reprinted as black label? Uh huh. Oh, that I did I did I have a cow when that happened? Mm, no, you ignored it. Was I not angry? 
I mean, you're always angry. That I'm you're always, grrr. Yeah, so more more collections till we get down to about page fifteen digitally, which is probably thirty. They don't, yeah, twenty six, twenty six in the print, uh, where we're going to do some postage stamp size uh, promotion for some of our other books: uh, Batgirls three, Batman Bigby six, Batcat ten, Black Mana six. Blue and gold I mean, that I mean, seven. They're yeah. just doing themselves such a disservice by phoning in their actual titles that like I they're making me not care. Like I'm interested in this Dark Knights of Steel four, but like it just But the, yeah, the fact that it's not really being promoted anymore. No. Um but at least there aren't any number ones that are getting stuck down here. It's just 100%. Just some old ongoings that I guess are just not doing anything special is what they're telling me, right? Oh, uh, so that's some cool. See, like, there's a really cool-looking Nightwing cover, A. Eh? Yeah, that looks great. I love that. But it's just issue 89 is what they're saying. Yep. And Justice League 73 has some, like, negative space covers, but it's nothing And special. see, like, the, here's the thing that sucks with what uh, everything that DC's done, like... Is this Superman or is this Jonathan? I can't tell. Yeah. Well, he's gone, so it's got to be Jonathan. Okay. Unless he's come back by now, yeah. <laughs> by February. I don't know. Gotcha. And then, like, but, so, but the, he's, ju- so, but he's just Superman now, right? I, yeah, I don't know. Mm, okay. So, okay, so ju- let's just take Justice League seventy-three. Um, we don't mention that it has a backup. So it has been Justice League Dark, which I've been enjoying the backup in, mm-hmm. of that. Um, but, but it doesn't mention another creative team. It's still a $5 book. still 40 uh-huh. pages. Um, so can I just assume that the Justice League Dark is still the backup? If I'm enjoying the backup and want to keep reading it, how would I know? Yeah, they're not referencing a writer for the backup like they were for yes. Detective. Or if it even exists. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just as, I mean, you're just assuming at this point that there's a backup. Is there a backup in in? No, there's not a backup for Human Target because it's a black label. It's just forty pages. Correct. Hmm. See, that's that could be confusing. Correct. But you know, a lot of people have been complaining about the backups. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's way more people not liking the backups than liking the backups. Not wanting to pay that dollar. But if you lose the backup but still pay the same price, are you going to be any happier? <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I feel so much better now. <laughs> I'm still paying the five bucks, but now I don't get that backup that I didn't like. Oh, oops. So do you have... um? Covers for Justice League and Legion of Superheroes two or Justice nope. League and Incarn- okay. Big gray boxes. Big gray boxes. Me too. Uh, refrigerator of Heads hits number four. That Robin is a nice at looking cover. Yeah. I like the one in twenty five on Robin. Or at least I think I do. It's literally the size of a stamp. So small. 
I love the variant for King Shark. We've got the Sears Portrait Studio. <laughs> that would be something to feature on its own thing and try to actually sell. But so alas. tiny. It's so tiny. Yeah. yeah. I do really want that. That is <laughs> like, like a Christmas sweater, right? Yep. Oh, my goodness. And it's great. by my boy Tim Seeley, so, I mean, I got to gotta get it. Oh, he's doing the variant? Variant oh, cover wow. by Tim Seeley. Wow. That's your boy. <laughs> Are you going to read his um, Robins? The first issue should be out by now, right? It's already happened. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm. I'm definitely. I'm definitely in. The the contest winner. Yeah, I think it's already happened. Yeah. Yeah, because we're on four here, so that one would have been it just came out. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Duh. Yeah. Yep. And then um, the variant for Robin's four by Jen Bartel. Is that Babs? On the cover? Babs or spoiler or somebody like that? I don't even yeah. know. Because Babs usually has red hair, right? Yes. But I'm not, yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I haven't jumped in yet. I'm excited about Swamp Thing Green Hell. It doesn't even acknowledge that that's a black label book. It's not a black label book. I thought it was. Nope. It's just a $7 book, the 48 pages? Yep. For the a re, the regular line, correct. Are you sure? I'm just telling you, it's not labeled. Well, I know it's not labeled, right? Well, I guess because Joker's not black label, and it's six, seven bucks. Yeah, I guess that's possible. I didn't read any of um, Joker presents a puzzle box. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, the Matt Rosenberg and um, I like had the covers lot, and stuff, but yeah, they've had a lot of cool covers and a lot of cool uh, different guests, artists on there. And I wonder if I missed out on that. I need to get that when it's collected. A lot of uh, multiversity reissues there. If you wanted. Be confused, Grant Morrison. Will wow, yeah, no kidding. Clarify it for you. Six hundred and twenty pages. I do not think they can sum it up in six hundred and twenty pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd still be confusing. Yeah. When we're gonna do a Gotham Central omnibus, that makes me happy. That was that's that's great. That's about a thousand pages for a hundred bucks mm-hmm. or less. You've got a good. Uh, low CS like we do. Reissue some more. Hellblazer. We've got uh, the question getting a volume. The Mm -hmm. the old uh, Dennis Cohen volume. Dennis Denny O'Neill too. Yeah. With your Sinkovich cover. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. Some so some old school things. That's about it. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do we got here? The the Legends of Tomorrow. Is that a comic, or is that are we just talking about the CW show? New episodes Wednesday at eight o'clock. Oh, it was DC Infinite versions 
of the comic. Yep. Um, or is it just saying in general read D DC Digital Comics at DC Infinite? Yeah, I don't think it's saying that there's specific Batwoman or Legends of Tomorrow. It's just just the CW show. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, DC. Thanks, thanks for thanks for trying. I'm trying to love you. I try to love you, DC. You just you make it hard. <laughs> Monk, so Monkey Prince, I guess, is the big Monkey Prince and some um, some Shadow of the Bat finishing yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're talking about this month. That is what is holding up one of the big two. Okay, okay. And and apparently Batman, who loves a a raspberry slurvy. <laughs> okay. All right, thank thank you, DC. <laughs> All right, I mean, let's. Uh, there's an art germ cover for Monkey Prince, so I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably check that just for kicks. But yeah, other than that, I'm not excited. Not excited. Nope, me neither. All right, um, let's take a look at cover price. Maybe that'll bring us out of our doldrums a little. <laughs> All right, at rank 10 for cover price, we have Avengers number one from 2010. Returning to this week's list, this first cameo of Azari is still trending due to being the son of T'Challa and Storm. We talked about how shocking that was for Drew. There are significant <laughs> content yep. hurdles this uh, speculation would have to overcome to happen. Um, like the fact that we haven't mixed Marvel X-Men with Marvel's MCU stuff. So, yeah, boy, is this a stretch. Yeah, it still sold 24 copies, $36 for Raw. Yeah, Ultimate last I heard, X-Men is still a, um, <laughs> a yeah. Fox property, right? Yeah, we are not allowed to utter the word mutant, so that could yeah. be difficult. At rank 9, Ultimate Fallout. I don't have any, so I'm sick of hearing how friggin' much it costs. At rank eight, Marvel <laughs> superheroes Secret Wars number three from twenty eight hundred dollars. By the way, <laughs> I think they knew. Uh, Secret Wars three. Uh, I actually have one of these behind me because I was going through uh, an old box. The recent She-Hulk teaser has sparked interest in many of the other confirmed appearances. Actress Jamela Jam uh, Jamil's villainous role of. Tatiana is helping the characters for experience. In this issue, move 16 copies with a 7-day trend up 187% and a high sale of $202 for 9.8. However, that is way down from the $555 for that 9.8 when this was first confirmed in June of 2021. It's going to be Titania, right? You think it's Titania? Do you think it's Titania? Let me Wait. see how it... It might be Titania. Yeah, maybe. I guess you'd go either way. Titan Titania, Titania. Yeah, I mean, it I'm is the word Titan with an IA on the end, so. Yeah, yeah. You can go either way. Uh, rank 7, Deadpool Black, White, and Blood. Number 4, the Dan Panosian 1 and 25. A nifty-looking cover there. Um, uh, still trending well. 10 copies sold. $200 for a raw. Strange Academy 13, the Arthur Adams, uh, the Magic Headshot, $35 for Raw on that one. Uh, 
Star Wars, Kanan, The Last Padawan, from Marvel 2015. As a refresher, this issue features the first appearance of Sabine, Kanan, Ezra, Chopper, Hera, Zeb. After years of rumors, the casting of Sabine Wren finally happened last week. Deadline announced it. Natasha Louis Bordizo from The Society has been cast as a lead uh, opposite Rosario Dawson in the Disney Plus limited series Star Wars Ahsoka. Boy, that tells me a lot of where they're going with that series. While there's plenty to debate of Catan number one versus Catan number six, luckily I have them all. The truth is this <laughs> outsold number six this week with 29 copies, $350 for a CGC 9.8. However, number six is almost worth double number one with a fair market value of 650 Even though we don't know what fair market value means because that's obviously not raw. Stop <laughs> using fair market value. Uh, Holy yeah. cow, Natasha Louis Bordizo is gorgeous. Okay, so you said that this tells you all you need to know about the 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 Ahsoka's Ahsoka series. Yes. Okay. So if we're, we're taking Ahsoka right. and we're taking Sabine, we're obviously going after Ezra. Okay. Who is okay. yet another Jedi. Okay, so that's cool. Um, I just watched, uh, what was it, um, Rosario Dawson was in, um, Dope Sick. Oh, yeah? The Hulu series. Yeah, um, She's fantastic in that series. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing her back. Yeah. Get her she is jumps back. a perfect Sabine. Click on that link. It takes you to that deadline article. That's going to be, I like that. I'm excited. It, but I, I don't know who Sabine is, remember? I haven't it, seen there's it. literally a picture of her on the same link. That's why I told you to click it, because it kind of puts everything together. She's technically a Mandalorian, so there's oh, that. That's, gotcha. this, is, this is how we bring two worlds together. Oh, she is, she, um, she's really pretty. What is yeah. she from? The Society. Uh, society, never, yeah. Never heard of that. So oh. my excitement has increased greatly. <laughs> that's awesome. I rank four. We have X-Men Adventures number one from 1992. This is all stirring from X-Men 97, which we still have to wait a long friggin' time on, but still. Uh, everybody's really excited. 36 copies, 35 bucks for a raw for a book that you could find for nothing not too long ago, so that's pretty dope. And explain this to me, because like, South Park can do a, a, a series in like 12 seconds. They can Correct. They can do an episode, and we've got to wait like four five years for another Spider-Verse yes. and we've got to wait all this time. What, what's the difference? You do realize that South Park is literally paper characters. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think it's all like animated on in some kind of... It, it, it's the most rudimentary of, of everything. It's all flat. There's no two, 3D to it at all. Yeah, okay. So it's the, uh, it's the CGI stuff that, need, that really needs yeah, to be yep. amped up. If we want uh, dear old Cyclops to shoot anything out of his eyes, we got to add six weeks. <laughs> yeah, all right. At rank three, we have The Eternals from 1976, obnoxiously expensive book, but I have this weird feeling it's going to crash. 
Thanks to a significant surge in sales of Eternals number one this week, it returns to the top ten with 54 copies sold and a high sale of 1225 for a CGC 9.8. However, however, while this book is selling well, 9.8s are way down from last week's 1850 for a CGC 9.8, which is also down from the 2100 the week before, which is way down from the 2750 the week before that. In this new collected market, the fall is a surprising one. Its sharp plunge downward is reflective of the pre-COVID market. It's interesting uh, and something to keep in mind with a bunch of these other projects. Yeah. So if you jumped early, you got punched in the balls. Unless you jumped pre-COVID. No, it was even no. Pre, well, I know when the 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 high mark was these when the announcements hit. Those were the high water mark for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> At rank two, Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number three. In the most recent No Way Home trailer, there's a brief scene where Spider-Man is wielding magic-infused gauntlets. This cover features Spider-Man as a symbiote-powered Sorcerer Supreme. This is the closest thing fans could find to represent this moment. So is what he do. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at rank one, Dark Reign, Zodiac number one. In Moon Knight 5, an obscure Marvel villain called Zodiac is reintroduced after first appearing in this 2009 title, taking some of the steam from Hunter's Moon, Zodiac. Or, I'm sorry, from Hunter's Moon. Zodiac is represented as the recent mastermind behind Mark Spector's recent challenges. The first appearance moved 37 copies, $40 for a raw. You got this one, buddy? No, I wouldn't have had that one since I don't... I, I don't know what Dark Green Zodiac... I didn't know that existed until just now. So. I just didn't know if you had some old Marvel stuff that that might have been popped in. No, no. I don't, nope. Nope. So that'll be that'll be fun to see where he goes. It, it was a good... It was a better kind of, like, splash than than Hunter's Moon was, I thought. It was good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. My turn. Every week, uh, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'll get it one of these days. It is only 689 shows, so... Still hoping. Yeah. At rank 11, we have Ultimate Fantastic Four number 30 from 2006. Uh, with the core Marvel Zombies title so hot, many have moved on to their first cover appearance in this issue. This awesome Greg Land cover moved 23 copies at a high sale of 18 bucks for a raw copy. If you see him on a show, he'll sell it to you for 50 <laughs> at rank awesome. 12 hey, never forget right Kyle yeah I'll never never. <laughs> at rank 12 um, we have Swordmaster number 1 actually that was Greg Greg Horn you have besmirched Greg Land for no reason oh okay Greg Horn Greg Land yeah. the Gregs <laughs> shoot that is true right yeah I got him wrong I got the wrong guy how long you been talking smack about I've Greg Land I've been talking Land? smack about oh, Greg no. Land for a long time we apologize because he ripped off my brother. It was mm-hmm. Greg Horn. You jerk. Uh, uh, sorry, Greg Land. You're cool. Um, <laughs> rank 12, it's Swordmaster number 1 from 2019. His first appearance in War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas number 2, is super hot. So fans have started picking up copies of his first ongoing series, as they do now. Uh, this week, 29 copies sold. And we sold one for $165. So I thought, I, I was excited about this Swordmaster number one. I thought there was going to be some heat on it. I specced on it originally. And then Marvel flooded the market by doubling every LCS's orders and giving them free ones. <laughs> 
for Swordmaster so, or for, for Swordmaster? Okay. No, for this, I think it was for Swordmaster and the next one we're going to talk about. They were just pushing free copies out to everything, so there should be half as many of these copies out there. But Marvel, oh, that was back. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So this makes me mad. So in that same vein is Arrow number one, also for yeah. 2019. Um, her first ongoing series is just <coughs> this only sold 24 copies, only a hundred bucks for a CGC 9.8. Not even worth sending away, really. And at rank 14, we have Moon Knight number three, the Walmart variant, 23 bucks for a raw at this point. At rank 15, we have Star Wars The High Republic Adventures number 10, the Nicoletta Baldari cover, uh, one in 10 from IDW. Uh, sold 25 copies and a high sale of 22 bucks for a raw. At rank 16, uh, the Moon Knight number one from 2006. Oh so wow! This is a Charlie Houston volume and David Finch volume. Um, sold 23 copies and had a high sale of 75 bucks for a CGC 8.5, which there should be higher grades than that out there. Is is that because that's what we think uh, the touchstone for this? series is going to be is that series I, I don't know I mean I don't I mean I don't think it could I don't know yeah there's, there's I come stuff, to you because I not expect enough. you to break down every Moon Knight trailer and tell me every touchstone here I mean I saw the trailer yeah it looked good enough to me now I can just tune out until the show I'm definitely going to watch it it looks good you're a monster um, maybe I'll watch some more. I don't know. Um, I did. I did end up watching two Hawkeye trailers, and that didn't hurt me. So maybe. Uh, let's see. Rank seventeen. We have Amazing Spider-Man. Sir. Yes. We 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 do speculation, correct? So, uh, yeah, half-ass. Sure. Okay. It's imperative that you watch trailers and don't be a douche. <laughs> so my enjoyment needs that, to go out, out the, the window. window. Out the Open window. up the window. Throw it out. There's my enjoyment. We spec so if I items. Get, we are 689 episodes into a speculation podcast, and you're telling me, ooh, ooh, I'm right. not going to watch anything. Well, but you're Let the, the profit, and I'm the fun. Oh, bull crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how I always couch it. Yeah, I'm that's the fun, you're the profit. <laughs> you're cold, right. calculated. All right. And, you know. I am dead miser, inside. Miser. Miser miser scrooge type and i am fun loving happy go lucky and just enjoying my comics kid. i will break things down and you will <laughs> simply wander off into just the corner them. and be yes. like i hope it comes out sometime yeah i'm more of a participation trophy kind of a guy oh, <laughs> so much we could dive into there but. at rank 17 we have amazing spider-man 365 from 1992 uh we know 2099 is coming to Into the Spider-Verse number two, uh, this first preview appearance of 2099, and this issue has been moving for a long time now. However, it picked up a little bit with 27 additional copies sold and a high sale of almost 300 bucks for a CGC 9.8, which uh, you pulled out of a quarter bin, mm-hmm. and that one was worth shipping off. That one was worth shipping off for CGC. At rank 18, we have Superman, Son of Kal-El, number three, Interest in John Kent's overall story arc continues with solid sales of each issue uh, selling. This one sold 13 copies and had a high sale of 15 bucks for a raw. 
at right 19 the thing number one the lee bermejo variant uh, which we loved um, still continuing to sell well 19 copies high sale of 20 bucks for a raw and rounding out the top 20 is spawn number one from 92 uh, continues to sell well sold uh, high sale of 240 bucks for a cgc 98 so uh, 14 more copies sold so hmm. good stuff definitely it is foc time and uh, we're going to start at the good folks uh, at Lunar that are that have their uh, the DC and um, what is it Scout that they mm-hmm. that they show us yeah so let's see what we've got here Doomsday Clock hardcover pick it up uh, and you'll never know that it took three and a half years to come out <laughs> I don't think it was that long but I, I see your point that is a wicked looking B cover for Action 1038 I don't understand it. No. Is that like Superman it. in a loincloth? If Conan and Superman had a baby. Yeah, I can see that. Ivan Tao with a really good Deathstroke cardstock as well. There's Scout giving us Cult of Icarus, number one of four. That's pretty sweet looking. Yeah, tossed out by your foster family after one too many rides home in the back of a cop car. Hunter packs up and sets out on a mission to find out who she really is. A mysterious book, her only link to her parents, leads her to discover a covert world of magic and danger running parallel to her own. One punk rock show, two whiskeys, and three vicious vampire assassins later. Hunter is on the run from the incident and the deadly call to Icarus. Hunter, Hunter came looking for answers. What will become of her once she finds them? The B cover, the Matina DC vs. Vampires cover is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman as a vampire poses a little bit of a problem. Because he could probably just kill everyone. No. No. As we saw ha- in... Um, no, Justice. you're not thinking of this, Drew. Yes. You're not putting any thought into this, correct? Okay. Where does Superman derive his power? Oh, I see. Yes. He derives his power from the Earth's yellow sun. What can a vampire not do? Yeah. Go out into the sun. <laughs> well, these vampires are different. You didn't read the first issue, did you? Well, that's just stupid. You can't change vampires. I hate this. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's a great detective, 1046, that Dan Moore. Yeah, I was just looking at that same thing. So that's just his scars actually sh- are in the shape of a bat. Is that what's going on back there? Yeah. Nice. It reminds me of something that Adam Hughes is doing with a upcoming uh, Black Widow cover. He's got mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It says Black Widow in blood on her back in one. Libra Mayho stealing it, though. That cover B is fantastic. Jeeper mm-hmm. socks. So good. Derek Chu crushing another cover B for Harley yeah. Quinn. Yeah. It's okay. So it's like a breaking the fourth wall thing because we have the the pencil where Derek Chu is creating this, which is ironic because I'm sure it's all digital. Um, so it's interesting. Where are you seeing that? So if you look at the Derek Chu in the top left corner, it looks like we're looking at a photograph of Harley and. Uh, Ivy from a selfie 
It's been written on with pencil in there. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it's just an odd perspective thing that I think is kind of neat. Oh, I get you. I didn't even catch that. Mm-hmm. Robin looks good. Still good. <coughs> We're getting Superman 6. Um, is that a big deal, too? There's something happening in that one? Or was it 5 that was the big deal? 5 was the, the kiss and everything. Yeah. Um, which we got a second printing of that as well, which it looks like they've done almost nothing different to for it. Task Force Z is doing uh, a cool cover for uh, in a morgue. It's cool they got Man Bat coming out of the, yeah, the like morgue the drawer. Morgue. I yeah. like the morgue cover, if you will. Yeah, very nice. Ah, tons of good stuff. Yeah. Tons of good stuff. I don't know if we'll see. Tons of good stuff, and uh, I do have interest in this Cult of Icarus from Scout. So I'm, I'm happier with um, just one week's offerings from DC at FOC than I am at their presentation. <laughs> for their in, entire previews. It, for their for entire me. month in previews. Explain that. <laughs> it, Whoops. Let Lunar do your D- D- DC Connect. I, I mean... That. We know traditionally January and February are low months in the comic industry, sometimes March as well, and they're leaning into it. Yeah, true. We got uh, the penultimate uh, Deep Beyond, 11 of 12. Sorry, we've moved over to Previews World to look at our final orders here. I already said that. Did you? I just, yeah, I said, okay, let's get over, let's go to Previews. I don't remember, I don't think you did. Well, I, I said it in my head. Okay. Yeah. My apologies. Uh, I forgot gotta, to... R- Read my mind, please. I forgot to turn on my ESPN. <laughs> oh, Ice Cream Man 27. What is going on? What is this weird metamorphosis thing we got going on here with Homie Becomes a Cockroach? Mephometosis. I thought it was metamorphosis, but it's something even weirder. Morpho. Morpho metasis. Yeah. Morphometasis. We'll find out what it means. Yeah, How? November 29th. We're still going to have to read the darn word. We're never going <laughs> to learn. It's not a yeah. TV show. <laughs> yeah, they won't tell us what it is. Hey, that's man. a person's head. Holy crap, ice cream, man. Eek. Eek. Manifest Destiny 45. Oh, wow. Looking forward to that. Not done yet? That's not quite. F- not quite? Cool. Pretty close. Maybe three more. Nita Hall's nightmare blog continues to do the Saturday evening post cover bees, and they are dynamite. Six sidekicks finished up pretty cool, and they've collected it. I, I enjoyed that one. Oh, that'd have been awesome for that to have been nine ninety nine one. Ah, uh, no, not gonna give you six issues for nine ninety nine. Should have. <laughs> it's crazy. We got the new stray dogs. I think it's gonna be crazy huge. No I'm not gonna sneak up on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um What is that what is the horror variant? It's like Friday the thirteenth or something. Yeah. Plus we got the fifty copy incentive. Which is very nice. They need to show us the um, the Cowabunga exclusive. It's not on here. 
Oh, Creep Show. It's a it's a takeoff of Oh, the, Creep Show. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love it. But I still think I love the the whole, the, the idea of the comic doing well. So, maybe What are we talking about again? Sorry, I was googling. It's co- A. It's cover A. I think oh, I'm okay. stick with cover A on that. Bloody Screwdriver always helps. Where are you seeing that? Stray Dogs 1. I was looking at the Bloody Screwdriver and the cover A on that one. Oh. Yeah. There you go. That Texas Blood is on issue 13. Man, it's so good. I love that book. Time Before Time is only on issue 8. Feels like it's been going longer than that. As does Two Moons. Like the uh, Black Hammer Reborn number seven for Dark mm. Horse. That's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Joy Operations last week's pick. Nothing else there. Nothing. IDW. Anything on Star Wars in IDW popping out at you or Transformers? Nope, no my my little pony for you. No, no. No. Like the Army of Darkness nineteen seventy nine cover, those are great. Those are great. Tons of Barbarella, tons of Vampirella. Be like the Mark McFarlane homage of Army of Darkness nineteen seventy nine. I went right by it. Um let me see if I can find which one you're talking about. Which one is it? Second row, middle one, Army of Darkness, purple. Looks like Spider-Man 300. Oh, I missed that one, yeah. Okay. Derek Chu, what you do, you do very well. <laughs> Which one is that? Barbarella 6, the first one. Two down from uh, that Army of Darkness I was showing you. Oh, man. Yeah, he's good. Very good. Bar- Barbarella has a McFarlane homage. <laughs> and that is ugly. Oh, she looks so bad. Oh. And then yeah, uh, Vampirella has a McFarlane homage. I officially hate them all now that they're all three doing it. <clears throat> yeah. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Ooh, I like the House of Slaughter blank. I love the red sketch. That's awesome. Very nice. Uh, Eat the Rich finishes up with its fifth issue. It's been really good. And back half stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing really jumping out at me. Second place from Source Point. Yeah, a little too all agey. Yes, it is. Agree. For us, not everything needs to be for us, right? It does on my podcast. <laughs> and I'm never picking a Black Mask comic again, so that's out. Yep, that's out. 
All right, Drew, this is the point of our FOC where I'm asking what you got to make sure you get because it might be hard to get when they come out. Well, again, I could have picked like 15 different DCs that I was raving about, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I'll go with um, Stray Dogs Dog Days. I'm going to go with Cold of Icarus 1 from Scout. Which was on the Lunar. You got it, my friend. What is it called? Cult of Icarus, number one. Ah, very cool. All right, let's Um, shoot over to Hot 10. Yeah, let's head over to our good friends at CBSI.com, Comic Book Invest, and look at their Hot 10 books for November 26, 2021. And start with the number one book, of course, Superman, Son of Kal-El, number one, third print, the John Timms 1 in 50 variant, and this is the full-on kiss of the uh, Jay Nakamura and uh, Jonathan Kent. 150 or more dollars. Is anybody surprised? Controversy sells, even if that controversy isn't intended. This is not actually a really good cover. It looks like they don't even really have faces. Uh, reminds me of Neo in the interrogation room in The Matrix. Yeah, it's not a good cover, but uh, it sells. At rank 2, Wonder Woman Black and Gold number 6, David uh, Nakayama, not to be confused with Nakamura, uh, one in twenty-five variant. Uh, when David Yakayama nails it, he really nails it. This is over one hundred and fifteen dollars. This one falls into that category for sure. Not a surprise. This one is doing well. What may be a bigger surprise is that people are spending money on DC stuff. What? <laughs> At rank three, Hit Monkey number one, the second print. As late as July this year, you could have had a 9.8 for $250. This week, multiple copies have sold for between seven and 800, and a 9.6 will now run you $370. Hit monkey. I haven't jumped into that one yet, but I will. Nope, me neither. At rank four, we have Cowboy Bebop number one, a 9.8 sold for 650, and a 9.6 sold for 450. Near Matt Raw copies will run you 350-ish. Weird to see an increase in price when reviews for the show have been average at best. At rank 5, Hawkeye number 2. Here we go again. First team ups. Clinton K here. $50 for a raw. I do like that all purple third print though. It was pretty evident that this whole series would see a bump in price just from the intro alone. Very true. Kane in the last Padawan, number six, 9.8 is going for $700, throwing out the debate of when Sabine's first appearance actually is. My question is, why hasn't she got her own series or been on a cover other than the Star Wars Insider magazine? Clearly a popular character. You'd have thought Disney and Marvel would have started milking that cow already at this point. From the year 2000, we have Daredevil, number 11, the David Mack series. Between number 9, which is the first Maya, number 10, the first cover, and number 11, the first Echo, it is clear that Maya Lopez is hot. This issue is where she is first Echo, and it appears that some are figuring out that this is itself a key. Me, personally, because of how magnificent this cover is, my choice is the 3 is number 10, but I think all 3 will hold value or continue upward. 9.8s are now 250-ish. All the way back in 2000. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
At rank out, we have War of the Realms New Agents of Atlas, number one, the Patrick Zercher, one in 50. $1,700 for a 9.8. I will say this, if this book was worth almost 2K, the A cover is way undervalued at less than $175. I do like this title as, long, as a long-term play, though. <coughs> at rank nine, Hawkeye, number 11, from our good old Fraction AHA run. While not Lucky's first appearance, it is a great cover of him. Seeing him on the Hawkeye, on the Hawkeye show was both amazing and heartbreaking at the same time. I expect to pay over $40 for this one raw. Street Fighter vs. Doc, Doc Stark Stalkers Zero, the Joe Vreens variant. Oh my, I have never seen this one before. $65 raw and 9.8 sold for 120 which was probably a good deal. Still love covers that look like they are golden age-ish, or at least homages to old movie posters. That is kind of cool. Down in our honorable mentions, we have Jonah Hex from 2020, number 50, the Darwin Cook 1 in 10 variant. Um, $50. If you've been reading this column for any amount of time, you will have seen some of these random DC 1 in 10s from a decade ago pop up from time to time. They are not easy to find and usually are great covers. This one is no different from the late great Darwin Cook. And our other honorable mention, Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies number one. Ten cent cover. Yeah. Bugs and Friends have always held a place in my heart. More so than Mickey Mouse to be honest. A 5.5 copy of this somewhat hard to find classic Sold for a whopping 13200 Three times with a 6.0 sold for just last year. So there really is no rhyme or reason to what's holding value and what's not, is there? Mm, just people. Maybe just Eternals uh, <laughs> was overvalued, I'm guessing. <coughs> Possibly. Let's go look at Lunar again. This time, let's see what's coming out this Wednesday for our sneak peek at next week. So that would be stuff for the 30th. Got a Batman annual. Um, I mean, can ba- can, oh, why yeah, is yeah. Batman annual number... How is it a number one? I mean, we've had so many Batman annuals. This That's is, why they're numbering is it. it. They're, this it's the, the first... 2021 annual. Okay. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't... I thought even this volume had an annual last year. Yeah, it did. It's throwing me off. That's just stupid. Cool cover B, though. I mean, how do you go... I mean, I guess this stuff is all set up for... Someone walks in, looks on the shelf. Oh, look, number one. Yeah. But, I mean, like... if If you're ever trying to go back in the back issue bin... How are you not going to be confused by all the annual number yeah. ones of Batman? I would be. Just no. dumb. I am dumb. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just dumb. <laughs> but also me. <laughs> uh, Batman Fear State Omega. Uh, yay, it's over. <laughs> all right. Get out, James Tinian. You've, stu- you've stu- stuck around too long. How dare you? Well, uh, this, you can't write a, a, a fort. 15, 15, 16 parter. I don't allow it. I don't like it. Isn't that what Tom King's doing with uh, Batman and Catwoman? Yeah. 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 
But you can't do it in you can't do it in a series. You have oh, to do okay. it on its own. Didn't so he do that before they gave him his own? Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when Scott Snyder, who whoa, let's, whoa, whoa, let's whoa, face whoa, it, whoa, is whoa, the whoa. goat of Batman writers for right now, in our era anyway. Um, when he went and did that long ass run, run, I don't even remember what it was, but it lasted way too long. Towards the end of his run, Year Zero. No, there was something that drug on. I'd have to go back in time, and I'm not gonna. Well, oh, Batman the Detective is over. Tom Taylor, Batman the Detective, already mm-hmm. over. Bummer. And that only went six. Mm-hmm. I have different rules. So if it's an ongoing, you can't do a long, long arc. So I don't like, I don't like like the 19 part Spider-Man story. That's that's crazy. You know, just do fun two and three issue arcs in in the ongoings. If you want to do a long arc, make it a miniseries. Right? Doesn't that sound cool? Doesn't that no. sound like the way to go? No. You want them to shove long 18 issue arcs in the ongoing. Yep. You're dumb. There's Detective Annual. I love that B cover. That's great. Give me a nice rogues gallery like that. Fantastic. Gotham City Villains Anniversary Giant, number one. That looks great, especially the Lee Bermejo. Wow, so good. Oh, and it looks like everybody's getting their own cover, too. Man, mm-hmm. it's, it's sweet. Joker's getting an annual. Uh, Human Target B is really kind of cool. It looks like it's like an old yeah, beat-up. Yeah, one. Yeah, that's pretty great. Justice League Dark gets an annual. Awesome. Well, that's kind of fun. Take the backups and give them their own annual so they get a full a full comic. That's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, that's what most people do. The annual is something different or something of its yeah. own accord. Silver I am looking foil. forward to the Nightwing annual. Him and Red Hood. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Do you have a preference on either one of those covers? They're not great, either one. Yeah. But... Meh or met her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ton of uh, annuals. It's going to be a ton of reading that week. Holy moly. White Ash Season 2, number one from Scout. Uh, Wonder Woman not only gets an annual, she also gets Historia, the Amazon's number one of three, a black label. That Mitch Garrett's number, uh, uh, cover A for that. I like that with the little girl in the photo. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Now from our friends at Previews, and guess what? We have a sneak peek on the preview site so it's not crashed it's not ransomed it's whoa, not whoa, whoa, broken whoa, whoa. we haven't gotten through it yet it still could crash oh that's true <laughs> knock wood but right now it's up yeah and it's showing us next week's comics way to go way to go previews world diamond <laughs> good job guys deadly class 49 also winding up I think it's only got a Still couple left. Love that cover B for Deadly Class 49. Yeah, it's great. King of Spies. It's, of course, our uh, good buddy, Mark Millar. Along with Magic Order. That's him, too, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Scumbag's back. Redneck's back. With only two covers for Spawn. Whoa. Such restraint. Whoa. Down into the dark horse of it all. 
And some Witcher Witcher shot glasses. Ooh. Who's who's the blue guy on the Star Wars High Republic number eleven? Don't know. I really like uh, on the TMNT ongoings. I prefer these Nishijima covers. Jody mm-hmm. Nishijima. Yeah. She does really good work. I mean, of course, Eastman's are cool, but I like hers too. <laughs> hers are really good. Yeah, they've definitely given some thought. It's not just automatic Eastman anymore. You get, yeah. Oh, I like this too. Maybe I'll get both. Got into the Marvels. Amazing Spider-Man eighty. We didn't. We didn't. It's eighty. Isn't that a, a, a an even number? Should we not have oh. doubled the price? Oh, no, say, it's just three ninety nine. Wow. Oh my. Such restraint. Because then we get to Avengers fifty, which is also Avengers seven fifty. Allegedly, and uh, <laughs> it's ten bucks. Like who's who's gonna who's gonna count? Who's gonna tell them they're wrong? They can say whatever it is. They can tell us whatever it is, and we can't. Okay. Here we have our oh. Hawkeye Kate Bishop number ones. Just in time, we had our show come out, and uh, yeah, we have great timing. Kate Bishop, ah. Uh, Mariki Ninjkamp. Usually, uh, timing's awful on those. And then, <coughs> look, the Shang Chi was out way too uh, too early. Yeah. Um, for the sh- to capitalize on the movie, and this is good timing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, well, there's X Force Kill Shot Anniversary Special. Mm-hmm. That looks like '90s goodness right there. <laughs> Yeah, and you got a bunch of different connecting covers for all of your X-Force characters. We are just giving Liefeld all the work he wants. Yeah. I think these, um, some of these were like in FOC last week. Mm-hmm. Feels like. But that can't be true. Nothing really from IDW. How about Boom? No, Did you end up really watching Doom? Or Dune? I started it. Um... It's on HBO Max, and I thought, yeah. eh, might as well watch it. And I got through a little bit of it, like 20 minutes, and then stopped. I got sidetracked with something else, never went back. I literally was, someone was talking about how it was one of the best movies they've ever seen. You just got to get through it. Yeah. <coughs> it's like part one of two, too. That's why I know. I'm yeah. like, oh, God. Oh, no, not more entertainment. Uh... Well, I just, you know. Just, I don't. I mean, I'm sure it'll end fine, but maybe if it ends with like a really bad cliffhanger, then it's always a bummer. Yep. Since Stray Dogs has done so well, from our good friends at Ablaze, we have Animal Castle number one by Xavier Dorison. I saw that. (laughs) On the farm, all animals are equal. On in the castle, some are more equal than others. For the fans of the best-selling stray dogs and the Eisner Award-winning Beasts of Burden, comes an animal fable at once familiar and surprising. You may think you know the story, but set aside your assumptions. This animal uprising is unlike any that you have read. Kind of like this last session's uh, character sheet cover from. Dozer draws. Mm. Good old Dozer. Good old Dozer. 
But I think the key for these character sheets are when they're like super popular characters and you do yeah. a character sheet, it blows up. If it's a launch of a number one, maybe not. Like an unknown quanti- an unknown entity. Maybe not maybe not as special. A thud, I think I liked thud enough to make it a FOC pick at one point, didn't I? Oh, you might have. I can't remember. I did like I like that a lot. Our hotel hell getting a second volume starting as well. Thought that was a new st- stabity bunny. They're just collecting stabity bunny. Okay. Hmm. Probably about it for me. How about you? Yeah, this is gonna be a struggle. Okay, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask you to pick your pick of the week. What is your one book to make sure you snap up and collect? Because it is going to be the next thing we feature as something that is going up in price. I'm vacillating between that Phil Noto cover of Kate Bishop, which I like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And um, Thud. I think I'll go with Thud. Uh, I also had the Kate Bishop on my head as well, so I will go with that. I like the Noto as well. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. Yeah, Independently orderable, you can't go wrong there. No, not at all. So, we want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself through our sneak peek at next week. Now that us and Diamond are all back on track, hopefully it's just smooth sailing from here on out. (laughs) I want to thank you once again. Any questions, anything else, reach out to us on uh, Facebook, Instagram. You on TikTok yet, Drew? Just, nope, Twitter. Just We've been putting some of the selected uh, episodes up on YouTube. Maybe. Uh, so you can watch them. Yep. Watch, watch, listen to them. Well, or throw us a couple bucks on Patreon, and then you can talk to us directly about anything you've ever wanted to know, and we'll answer it. That's just kind of guys we are. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you so much. So for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>